Strangers in the Wood is an actual play series drawing elements from gothic fairy tales and 80s fantasy and sci-fi action and horror films. As such, a list of content warnings will always be made available in the description. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Strangers in the Wood. I am your humble game master, Kendrick Smith. I use they, he pronouns, and with me today are my lovely players, starting with Gus. I, I, you're, you're creating an unusual energy for this episode. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not opposed to it, but it's, uh... There's there an is energy. an energy. You're no, I feel it. Yeah. Like that. I got I, you. I, I don't know what you're talking about. What energy are you feeling right now? Well, welcome to uh, welcome <laughs> to Strangers in the Wood. Um, my name is Gus. I use he, him pronouns. I'm playing Walter the Weasel tonight. I hope you enjoy. <laughs> Wonderful. And also here with us today is the lovely, intelligent, smart, uh, studious, beautiful. Wow, intelligent uh, and smart and lovely and beautiful. (laughs) Hilda. Hi there, I'm Hilda. That's me. I'm both intelligent and smart. (laughs) I use she, her pronouns. (laughs) I'll be playing Dorothy today, as I usually do. Welcome to the ASMR episode. (laughs) <laughs> Last, but of course, certainly not least, is the wonderful, the magnificent, the uh, stupendous, the transcendent, Marceline. Hi, I'm Marceline. I use she, her pronouns. I play Dakota, and I'm happy to have you all here. Ab- wonderful. Let's just get cozy. Let's get cozy. Hang on, let me, let me, I have a glass, I'm just gonna like tap on oh, with my yeah, fingernails. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's, let's get the cocoa. Wow. Yeah, this sucks. Oh, um, let's wonderful. do something um, else. Great radio. Great radio, guys. <clears throat> um, but yeah, thank you all. <laughs> thank you all for being here with us uh, for another episode of Strangers in the Woods. Um, as always, we are playing Babes in the Wood, a Powered by the Apocalypse game by Adam Voss of World Champ Game Co. Uh, I realize in like the last many episodes, I've forgotten to say that. And so that's totally on me for not doing that. But we always shout out Adam. Uh, thank you so much, Adam, for making this game uh, because it is a lot of fun. And I think we are all having fun playing it. 
Um, uh, 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 brief housekeeping, I guess. Uh, follow us on uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Tales Yet Told. Uh, that's T A L E S Y E T T O L D. It's the best way to get information about this podcast and uh, also just like hang out with us because like we think we're pretty cool and we think sometimes we out, have right? arguments and then resolve it by uh, posting a poll on our Twitter <laughs> with no for with no that's context true. given. With no context as to yeah. what the argument's about, you just have yeah. to vote I just blindly. Say, I'm pretty sure I was correct with the chugga poll. That's all I want to say. No, you were No. Wait, are, were we on the same side? I don't remember. I don't remember I who's was... on what side at all. Nobody's on nobody's side. <laughs> we forgot the three, argument. I think it was so. three chugga chuggas. Chugga chugga chugga. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we can't do. We can't re-deliberate this. The Twitter poll has already been has spoken. <laughs> if you want to know the answer, go to the poll. Has spoken. Uh, yes. <laughs> We've taken such a trip here from ASMR to ASMR. Okay. Right? Um, no. No, six. No, okay. Chugga, chugga, I'm, chugga, go, chugga, I'm pulling chugga, up the poll because I'm 90% sure that that our followers voted no, they correctly. No, they're not. They're wrong. They're stupid. Oh, yeah. No, it is six. <laughs> They're what? Oh, no. You're counting them okay. as Chugga. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, this you know what time which... it is? It's time for the recap. Walter's gone. Well, I guess we know what he used his wish for then. No. A lot of talk for wanting to get us home. No, he didn't. I heard him wish. He's gone. I don't know what happened. How many cars in the parking lot? How many cars are in the parking lot? I don't want to say there's like a handful, five or because six. Because checking their handles. Beautiful. And you see a very familiar red Pontiac Firebird coming down the road, about to make the turn into the laundromat. I think the first thing he does is he just yells, Who are you? You hear this deep, booming voice respond. They slowly start to walk up and try to unseenly like move towards the back of the car. As you sneak around like the one car, you can see that the driver door is already open. And like, as you like recognize that, you hear a click behind you and a voice that just goes, don't move. Dakota, you've never been shot before. Yeah. Um, (laughs) What do you want? I want violence. This is a program made to commit violence. They are given tasks to go do something, but at the end of the day, they are a driver that wants to commit violence. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us, Jeff. Thanks for the tacos in the quarter. I want to make sure you get your dad back, bud. I mean, yeah, I, I think Walter does the I, same. I want her to get to a hospital. Yeah. Walter? Dorothy and Dakota. The three of you are sitting in the red Pontiac Firebird 
of the driver, Brittany. She is speeding down the road, flanked on either side by tall oak trees, their leaves a their leaves flashes of gold, red, orange, and brown, these autumnal colors passing you by as you all are heading towards somewhere to get Dakota's wound clean. Walter, you are sitting up front uh, next to Brittany. Um, she has the sunroof down, the wind blowing through uh, her hair and all in your fur, the crisp evening autumn air whisks you all away down this road. Dakota and Dorothy, the two of you are sitting in the back seat. I'm imagining there's like a seat in between the two of you uh, as I, and I could be wrong, uh, correct me if I am, where Dakota, you are sitting on like the side. What actually, which seat are you sitting behind? Behind the driver's side. Okay, awesome. And then Dorothy, you're sitting behind Walters, or are you sitting like in the middle, close to Dakota? Um, I would, I don't know. If Dakota can obviously say differently, but I would assume that Dakota's leg is kind of like taking up the first and middle seat, like. But I, I don't also know. would like to say that Dakota's feet are probably moved from like outside the bucket where their shoes normally would go when you're sitting down uh-huh. because that is filled with vomit. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot you cool. did throw up down there. <laughs> yeah. I completely awesome. forgot about that. So I'm like squished against the opposite side, like trying to give Dakota as much room as possible. <laughs> Do we establish which leg it was? Was my left leg? Um. Yeah, sure. It was your left leg. Okay. So, you all are going down the road. Let's just do a quick check-in. Um, Dorothy, how are you feeling right now? Uh, awful. Thanks for asking. Dorothy is just completely pale. Uh, she's probably shaking a little bit from all of, you know, the the overload of just, like, adrenaline and fear that's just coursing through her, having seen Dakota in this state and having had that whole experience that she felt she brought on. So, like, just guilt and adrenaline and fear and just trying to, like, take it all in. She doesn't know whether to, like, offer help to Dakota or just, like, disappear completely. Um, And so she's opted for the second decision and is just trying to make herself small and um, not noticed. Walter, how are you feeling? I've kind of been thinking that Walter is like a little dazed, maybe like kind of a little out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, this is such a terrible, <laughs> I hate that I'm about to, you know, in Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. like late, I don't know, like season, whatever, when uh, Bran becomes the three-eyed raven and oh. he's like, <laughs> it gets all, it gets all weird about it because he can yeah. like see everything. And yeah. he, he, he's just kind of like a little... Walter's just kind of a little detached from everything right now. He's just kind of he's contemplating just... the like sort of truth that he has just learned. And he is kind of looking at everything now differently. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that that's kind of where he's at. Gotcha. Very interesting. Okay. Dakota, what's going on? Dakota... Bleeding. Shot. <laughs> Dakota is cold 
the world is losing color and the only thing that they can really think about is the pain, the burning pain that's still in their leg. Just hoping that they can get somewhere in time before the darkness that's growing in the world seems to overtake them. Yeah, uh, it feels like um, they can they can tell that the car is moving, but like they can barely perceive like what is going on. Okay. You all uh, continue this drive for a while, maybe like 20, 30 minutes. And uh, as you're all going down this road, like off in the distance, I'm imagining like you guys like cresting over a hill and like being able to like get a decent enough view over like the tops of some of the trees. And off in the distance, uh, you see this humongous oak tree towering over all of the others um it in this scenery you know like how typically like most trees like when they start doing like the fall deal um that all of the leaves on that tree kind of turn around the same time you know this tree on the other hand is it is a gradient of color where it seems like the tree itself is slowly becoming this dark brown color uh but over time and in waves like in vertical lines across the tree um where parts of the tree is still like this deep auburn color and then as you look further into the tree it gets a bit more orangish to kind of gold and then back down again to this dark dark brown and this tree has almost this iridescent quality to it that as you all are driving and like moving down the road and like you crest over one hill and then like further down the road you crest over another you get another look at it it's like the hues of the tree kind of shift along with where you are along the road with it and as you get closer uh you see that there is this sign uh for a town that's not too far away maybe about five ten miles away uh called oak creek and you all are driving for like another five ten minutes before you see another sign uh, that's a little bit further down the road. There's like this break in the trees, a little kind of field area. And you see that there is a sign that says the last leaf motel. And Brittany drives her car uh, towards it and then like makes a left into the parking lot of the last leaf motel. Um, it's this small like kind of two-story motel you know where um it's kind of constructed in a u-shape kind of surrounding a a pool that's on the inside of like a wire fence uh as you guys are like pulling up you see like the little kind of office area and like a window and like in it you see there's a neon sign uh, that's kind of flickering a little bit that uh says vacancies and uh, Brittany pulls into the parking lot, kind of rounds the building and finds a parking spot and like one of the numbered parking spots and pulls up the car, puts it in park and she gets out. What do you all do? So driver just got out. Um, I'm going to immediately turn to look at Dakota and see about how we're supposed to get her out of the car. Um, yeah, I mean, Dakota is spacing out um staring out where the window would be kind of just looking and taking in everything 
they don't seem to readily react or recognize that we've arrived at a different destination. Dakota, we gotta go. Dakota, we're here. I like gently reach out to shake, just like shake them very gently to like see if they're still cognizant. Dakota just like almost drunkenly like turns to you and is like, oh, hi, Dorothy. Dakota, we gotta get out. Come on. Get out where? I don't know, but we gotta get out. Come on. Please, you're scaring me. I like reach over Dakota and like okay. open her door. Um, Where do I see the driver? Did she like, where did she go? Uh, She's standing outside of the car, like seeming like just waiting for you all to get out. Uh, She is, you do see her kind of uh, make uh, a face as if she is acknowledging the fact that like, it seems to be taking Dakota a bit to get out the car. Uh, but she has not readily made a move to do anything about that. Is she on that side of the car, though, still? Yeah, she is. Okay, great. When I crack open that door, I immediately am like, help me! Help me get her out! Can I ask real quick, um, how is my wound looking? Um, I mean, you got to her pretty quickly as far as, well, uh, quickly, um, as far as, like, wrapping it goes. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what you wrapped it in. Was it your own jacket? Uh, no, 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 uh, no. Oh no, you um, took some sheets from the. I took I took linens and then Dakota did wound packing. But I assume that they've only like really like been told how to do it before. Yeah. Um. So they don't know how to do it to the best of their capabilities. We can it's roll like those... if you want to see how well sure. it was. Sure. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. No. Fine. I'm cool with that. Sure. Let's do a noodle roll. Oh, shit. That's... I didn't uh, help at all, so I can't. <laughs> you know, this was just them. I know. That's a two. That's a two. <gasps> it's not looking great, bud. Those Ooh. sheets are soaked. Um, uh, oh, oof. Um, I guess for that, uh, <laughs> take so, so one harm. Okay. Uh, just for um, uh, the time that it took to get here uh, without that properly being taken some, care of some poor sublime sublime and just uh just just wanted to do some do some laundry but mm-hmm. uh ended up getting their sheets taken and uh <laughs> not gonna get them back nope. not getting those back at all um they want them back. you get them back they're covered in blood <laughs> i don't think they want them back yeah um britney uh yeah britney hears you uh dorothy and uh nods walks over you've uh, kind of opened the door she opens it all the way and then you see her uh, go in she grabs you dakota like um Mm -hmm. she like puts her arms like through like underneath your uh like arm pits to like grab you like by the waist and like drag you out of the car essentially um how does that feel? Not it's not great. You, she is not doing anything to prevent the oh harm God. that has happened to your body from getting I like, worse. I'm like, I'm crawling okay. out that direction, like uh-huh. out of that um, car door now, like to try. I, I like, I try to, you know, um, in any way I can. I can't do much, but like I'm trying to stabilize in any way. <laughs> like, oh my God, yeah, what are you doing? For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dakota, like, as, like, I'm being dragged, or as they're being dragged, they, like, 
are kind of like trying to like stamp the the break into the ground to like get some kind of leverage to like hold themselves up. Okay. And like their heels are, I assume, like are dragging on the ground. Like they're trying to use like their right leg to like find some sort of footing of some kind. Yeah, it's not. She isn't like just dragging you across the parking lot now, right? She's like she's <laughs> okay. just dragging you out of the car. Uh, so oh, yeah, okay, you can okay. you can uh, you can uh, get uh, get yourself some purchase, especially since uh, Dorothy is also coming out to try to help you as well yeah i'd say it could probably like six to break kind of deep into the i'm assuming is it a gravel parking lot or is it more like yeah pavement? no it's gravel yeah like into the gravel like parking lot and kind of like rests like a hand on the car kind of like swaying um pulling themselves up and like looking around and like staring at the neon sign for like a good few seconds if dakota's leaning on the car i'm like getting out that direction i like take that arm and like have her lean on me instead even though i'm not very tall like but i don't want her leaning against the car yeah uh you do that and uh britney goes we need to get you inside you need water come on dakota let's go um Dakota takes like uh, and like tries to take a step. I'm assuming and like another stab of the break into the ground. Mm-hmm. Each time feeling like as if like they're scaling Everest, uh, and it's like their you know their ice pick in the in the next part of the glacier is that that break is is like their way of making it to safety. You know, each time they take a step, they they are focusing on their hand on that break and they drive it into the ground and they take a breath and they take that next step and then they then they realize they have to take the strength to lift it up lift it up again and 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 stab again into the ground i'm helping you i mean dorothy's following to like support you as much as she can yeah i'd say probably after like a while they probably make it to where like at least to like the sidewalk or something yeah yeah um you uh walter what are you doing yeah, uh, Walter, I think, like, still still kind of in the state that he's in, like, a while after Dakota got out of the car, was just, like, just, like, sort of realized that everyone had gotten out of the car, and, and then has gotten out and is now following. Yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, you all, uh, follow her inside. She goes through, like, a gate that's over by the pool. Uh, she, like, types in the code, opens it up, uh, lets, uh, all of you through, and then has you follow her... Um, thankfully her apartment is on the first, uh, floor of this motel. Um, and, uh, she takes you, uh, over to her room, takes out the keys, uh, unlocks it. Um, as you all are like walking, uh, by, uh, you see that there is a lady. She has, uh, kind of really like long, dark hair, uh, that's been tied up into like a high ponytail. And um, she's wearing like what you would imagine like a very stereotypical um, maid would wear. I'm imagining like deep auburn uniform, uh, like, and she's got her like cleaning supplies and bucket. Like she's got like a trash can and like all of her cleaning supplies on it. Uh, she passes you all uh, as you were like going by the pool. She like comes out of one room and is like heading to another, and you all like kind of trudge by. Um, oh, God. And she looks uh, like for a moment, and then uh, I don't know if anybody notices, but I think the camera, I think the camera is like from her point of view, like we're <laughs> following her, and then like it like pans as you all are passing by, and then like turns to like l- looking at her as she's turned to look at all of you, and then she kind of turns back in the direction of the camera, and like has like the 
what the fuck is that? <laughs> kind of look. And then, like, kind of shakes her head and then uh, unlocks the next room and goes in. Um, and, uh, yeah, you all uh, get over towards uh, Brittany's apartment. She unlocks the door and lets you all in. Um, it's this small little space, right? This isn't, like, a big, fancy hotel it is primarily this one large room. Uh, you see that there is like this big queen-sized mattress on one end of the room. There's like two. Uh, there's like two like side desks. Like one of them has a lamp on them. Another has like a clock. Uh, across the room from there is like a small desk, and like next to that is like a TV on a dresser. Um, and then uh, the room goes back, and then like uh, has a like a little inlet and then a door to the left uh, that like goes into a bathroom that you would imagine. And uh, in here, it seems like someone has set up this place to be lived in for a long period of time rather than just like for a short period of time uh, where there are like clothes and stuff. There's like a little laundry basket uh, that like Brittany's been putting her clothes in. Um, there's uh, on the desk, there's like this big red phone that's on there, uh, as well as like some notepads, like pieces of paper, so on and so forth. And there's also like a large black trunk that is at the very end of the bed, uh, that does not feel like it is a part of the decor, uh, of this motel definitely feels like something she has brought in. Um, and there's also like, uh, like a little like camp stove, like on a table, um, and also in like a mini fridge that's in here. And so you all walk in. Is there anywhere you all like post up or like put like Dakota or anything like that? What are we doing? Where's the doctor? She needs help. I'm going to clean her wound. Like I said, and she closes the door uh, after you're all in. Put her on the bed. Actually, no, bathroom. I already got the sheets done. Okay. You got a uh, you got you got medical expertise or uh what? <laughs> Uh, she's wa- uh, she walks over to the big black trunk that's at the uh, end of the bed. You see her, uh, it's got like uh, the double like scroll wheel, uh, like number lock code uh, on it. And you see her taking like both hands, putting in the uh, code on either end uh, at the same time and unlock it. And she goes, I've cleaned myself up once or twice. I can take a bullet out. And uh, you see her pop open the trunk uh, and you all can just see there's there's like a rifle in here. There's like a couple of other handguns as well as other like uh, miscellaneous like uh, like bags and tools and such. And you see uh, her take out uh, this uh, like plastic like uh, like freezer or like gallon size freezer bag uh, that has in Sharpie written on it med kit. Oh my God. <laughs> uh huh. Uh, and as she's uh, she like kind of opens it up and is like digging through it to like check to make sure she's got everything she needs she turns and says take her in the bathroom Uh, there's some water in the mini fridge she's gonna need a lot of fluids Uh, I help Dakota over toward the bathroom then Dakota walks towards to lay on the bed nope nope Dakota no Dakota Dakota no no. No. Dakota 
I just need to lay this down. Way, no, no, I like start. No. I like tug Come Dakota on. the opposite way. <laughs> I just need to lay down. It's fine. Dakota, no. I imagine it's pretty easy to kind yeah, of exactly. pull the. If there's like this back and forth <laughs> a little bit as you all are going into, as you all are trying to make your way. Um, you can make a post steam checks here if you would like to see. <laughs> Honestly, what, just for the fun of it, let's do it. Yeah. I think I think you have a disadvantage on this, Dakota. Uh, just because that's fair. That's you, fair. You are a little woozy, so that's three d six. Take the lowest two. Three d six, lowest two. Wait, oh, we're doing two d six. Yeah, that's yeah. how. What have you been rolling? Uh, yeah, that's how the game about? works. <laughs> Wait, no, you've been rolling two d six this whole time, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. No, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. But I, no, my brain was like, oh, we're just doing contested. We're just roll one. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 I see. Yeah. So it's a minus two, or wait, no, the word, okay, no, I don't, I got it. <laughs> oh. I got a seven. Okay. What'd you get? Snake eyes, baby. Okay. <laughs> you, so yeah, there's this kind of back and forth as you were trying to lead Dakota to the bathroom. And they keep pulling back. It's like, oh, I just need to lay down like kind of like reaching out towards the bed a little bit wait hold on um so you're pulling um you're pulling uh them into the bathroom with walter's help like the two of you easily just kind of uh bring into the bathroom uh what do you consider uh it's like a small one person bathroom uh it's got like a tiny tub in there um a sink a mirror it's a bathroom they lead her toward the tub I try to back right. them like into the tub to like yeah. almost like fall back into it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the two of you are able to to get them into the tub and kind of uh, lay uh, lay them down in it. And you hear um, very quickly. Uh, um, Brittany comes in. Uh, she has the uh, plastic bag and also uh, a bucket. Uh, you see her take her foot. Uh, she open. Uh, she opens the toilet, dumps ice out into the toilet, uh, oh and God. then hands it to Dorothy and says, "Fill this with water." Uh, and then uh, she gets down to take a look at your leg. I don't really want to get into the gross details of what is going yeah, to happen, fair. so uh, let's. I kind do. Of... I no. leave immediately to go get water. I want all of the... Nah, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, you could tell us and then also cut it out. Uh, I mean, I just personally don't want to get into Yeah, no. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. You don't gotta. Um, yeah, no, of course. Um, but yeah, uh, so Dorothy, you go get water. Um, you bring it back in. Uh, and Wait, wait. Uh, could I actually... I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. snoop a little bit real quick. Like... I'm gonna go to you know the oh. fridge or whatever. Yeah, and... sure, sure. Hey, uh, Dakota, just... take one uh, harm. Continue. <laughs> because I didn't get water. Is that what this is? No, just because time has passed. Because she's doing it. Yeah. Okay. Can I take a gander around this place. Yeah. Sure. Eight. Let's see. An eight. Okay. So uh, <clears throat> for take a gander, uh, you take a long hard look around. Describe what you're looking into. What are you looking into? I'm trying to look into like. I'm trying to find out more about this because I think I think I've ascertained that this is where the driver is like staying. Lives. Yeah. Yeah, and lives. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just trying to figure out if I can find out more about them. Okay, cool. Uh, from looking around. Gotcha. On an eight, ask your GM two of the following questions. One is the truth, the other is a lie. Cool. Oh, it's actually a nine, but that's the same. Um, okay. Um, 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 um. What should I be wary of? Okay, what's the other question? 
what here is and as it appears to be. Gotcha. What should you be wary of? I mean, you are in... I, I, I'm... I, Dorothy's a kid, right? Uh, and yes. kids typically hear horror stories about like parents being like, don't go off with strangers. They'll kidnap <laughs> yes. you and put you in a van, whatever. Um, like, Dorothy, you're in that situation, right? Where you uh, <laughs> got in a car with a stranger, are in like a weird motel with a gun-toting uh, psychopath um, who mm, yeah. uh, shot your sister. Um, yeah. If there's anything you should be wary of, it's probably her she has only ever noted noted she has only ever committed violence and kidnapping upon you and your friends like come on uh who who else should you be wary of um yeah right fair uh what here is not what it appears to be hmm <laughs> this is interesting okay um before you passed out of course uh back at the laundromat um I mean, you saw her shoot Dakota. Uh, not like directly, but you saw her shoot Dakota. Um, you've seen her, again, just like kind of how I said, she's only committed violence and kidnapping upon you and your friends. Uh, has only seemed very, like, you know, um, curt and uh, stone-faced uh, in a way that makes you think that she is not very empathetic or sympathetic of any person at all. Um, yet, Walter seems to trust her. Um, and she does genuinely seem to be helping, not necessarily in the way that you would prefer, or maybe not even the best way possible, but she does seem to be helping. Um, and that feels weird and also different from how things were before you blacked out. And so something about your situation is not what it appears to be, uh, from the perspective of Dorothy. Something has changed and it is either something about your overall situation or perhaps something specific between Walter and the driver. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right. I fill up the bucket with water and go back. <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, you bring uh, water back and uh, by the time you've gotten back in, uh, you see that uh, she's taken a pair of scissors that were in the med kit and she's cutting open the um, pant leg of Dakota <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> how is she going to get to your? How is she going to get to your, get to your leg? I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> um, so sad. Um, it's just the one pant leg. Uh, I'm sorry. Do you want the pants ruined or the leg? You know. Yeah, right. just, we could amputate if you want. Listen, I'll die in fashion. <laughs> um, she cuts open the pant leg. Uh, takes a look at the wound. Um. And very quickly says, uh, I'm going to need you to, uh, we're going to have to flip you over. The wound is on the backside of your leg. Huh? We're going to, okay. Uh, she turns to Walter <laughs> and says, I'm going to need you to help me flip her. Um, okay. I, uh, I am. Yeah, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll do my best. All right. Uh, <laughs> what is, what is described to me? what walter does in order to help flip her i think he he's just like jeez i think he just like kind of gets uh gets on one side uh one side of them and, and just like goes like under and just like more more half-heartedly like helping and also just like looking up at the woman just like with a look on his face just kind of like are you serious like you really 
you really want me to do this? Like, this is helping, you think? Uh, awesome. You, so you do that. The two of you are able to eventually uh, flip uh, Dakota over. Uh, you see she gets a better look at the uh, uh, at the wound. Uh, she takes the bucket from you, Dorothy, says thanks. Uh, and uh, you see she grabs uh, a few tools from the med kit and starts to get to work. Um, regardless of if you all are standing here or not. Um, again, as I've kind of said, I'm not going to describe this, um, but you can imagine it's not great. Dakota's incredibly painful. Um, do I pass out from the pain? Probably. Uh, she, uh, she's also given you like a water bottle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can be like chugging that, uh, as it goes. She definitely says like, drink this, you're going to need it. Um, I would say Dakota like tries to drink it, but probably spills like a good portion of it all over themselves. Mm. Great. <laughs> awesome. Understandable. Um, okay. Um, Walter and Dorothy, do you all stay here for this or do you like go back into the other room? I, I think Walter stays. Okay. Dorothy. I stay. Okay. I'm too worried about, I'm too worried that, uh, something else terrible will happen. Gotcha. Then the two of you are witness, uh, the painful and excruciating process of removing this bullet from Dakota. Uh, there is probably at a point, uh, like after some grunting and like screaming, uh, that they pass out. Um, and you all see that, uh, they, uh, she does successfully remove the bullet. Uh, she packs the wound and then bandages it up, cleans it, like uses some water and like some al- uh, rubbing alcohol to, um, to sterilize this wound. I'm getting a lot of head shaking from, <laughs> from, from Marceline that the rubbing alcohol was not a good. It'll be fine. Okay, cool. Uh, it is the 80s. Yes, yeah, the 80s. Come on, everything works. Um, she yeah. Could, she could put a leech on your leg and you'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> modern medicine modern medicine at let's its do some let's do some bloodletting yeah, she's the, a, uh, sorry we're gonna have to do some trepanation it's the only way to release the blood <laughs> from her skull <laughs> oh boy oh um but yeah uh you she you know she cleans the wound bandages it up uh gets um probably gets like a a bit like a splint to like prevent you so like you don't move that part of your leg a lot uh to kind of keep it stabilized and so you don't like she she um uh she probably stitches you up yeah no she definitely stitches you up uh oh damn stitches you up i think she carterizes okay i know exactly what she does she cleans the wound stitches it up then carterizes it uh and then like kind of disinfects it again and then, like, maybe does a splint so you don't move your leg enough to undo the the stitches for right now. And she probably lets you stay in the bathtub for a bit. Yeah, that's fair. She probably lets you stay in the bathtub a bit. She she probably does help you flip back over so you're, like, <laughs> facing face up. Face down in the bathtub. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what a way uh, to wake up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she does, like, flip you over. She uh, puts a couple of bottle water, uh, bottles of water next to you. But yeah, I think you're you're down for the count for right now as you're resting. Does any of my harm heal or no? Um, it will eventually, but not right now. Okay. Um. Fair enough. Yeah. It it'll. Yeah, it'll get healed. Don't worry. Um. 
Takes harm to heal harm. <laughs> we're cutting a little close. Cutting a little close here, bud. Well, you know, that's what happens uh, when you get shot. Um, <laughs> that's, you know, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. These uh, things happen when you get shot. Yeah. Uh, so she finishes up and go and, like, says, all right, she uh, she's going to need some rest, some water, uh, and then sh- uh, she should be fine. Uh, do you think she wants to keep this and holds out like the bullet, <laughs> like so, like kind of bloody in her hand? Walter goes, um, eh, maybe. I'll hold on to it for her. Okay. I yeah, Dorothy knows that Dakota would probably think it's sick. <laughs> so yeah, right, actually, yeah. Dorothy is gonna hold on to it. Okay. Yeah, she gives you uh, the bullet uh, and says. Uh, <laughs> Um, it's still, did yep. she wash the bullet? I don't think she did. I think it's still. I might have a wrist alcohol or something. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Yeah, it's clean. I'm not going to give Dorothy a bloody it, bullet. Yeah. We got it out. Um, okay, cool. Uh, she, uh, walks out, uh, and says, um, do you all want something to eat? I can grab like a pizza or something. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. I mean, uh, yeah, that'd be pretty... I'm staying here. Okay. Yeah, no, I can go grab it. I, like, put down, like, the toilet lid or whatever, and I sit down right next to where Dakota is. Okay, cool. Uh, and she leaves. I wash off the bullet in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Uh, but, yeah, uh, like, uh, Brittany grabs her keys, and uh, you hear the door uh, open and close. Hello, everybody. It is I, Kindle, your GM, your best friend, here to do the mid-roll. Uh, thank you all so much, as always, for listening to the podcast. It means so, so much to us. And if you are enjoying the podcast and you want to tell other people how much you enjoy the podcast, well, you can just go ahead and tell your friends. And you can also leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Podchaser, and, you know, wherever else you listen that may take ratings, and give us, you know, maybe five stars, or, you know, however much you think we deserve. And if you are a fan of the podcast, and you aren't following us on social media, what are you doing? Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Tales Yet Told. It's the best way to get information about the podcast, see character art that we may, you know, share, and, you know, another good way to interact with us. Other than our Discord server, you can find the link to our Discord server on the bios of the social media I just told you about. So you're going to have to go there anyway, so just drop a follow while you're there. I mean, come on, it's that simple. We also want to give a huge shout out to the Be Gay Roll Dice Network for allowing us to be a part of their wonderful group of creators. There are a lot of really awesome queer creators out there making actual play content that you are going to want to hear. And I have an ad for them coming up for you. But, you know, before that, don't forget to eat well, drink enough water, get enough sleep and take care of yourself and love yourself like I love you. Bye. Uh, as you all are here in this bathroom, um, what do you all do? I suppose, what do the two of you do? Um, 
I think Dorothy's still a little bit in, in shock. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think I'm just I'm like on top of the toilet and I'm just holding this bullet in my hand and just like kind of turning it over, fiddling with it, and just kind of trying to wrap my mind around the fact that this little piece of metal just tried to kill or that you know it deeply wounded my sister that i thought that i was gonna lose dakota Mm -hmm. um and just trying to like contemplate everything that's happened trying to just like get my mind around it um just very quiet understandable walter walter has been uh, since since the incident with uh, his sort of new revelation, he's been sort of distant, but he is starting to sort of come back to reality. And like seeing seeing Dakota like this, like he he is. I, I, I think I think that's what really does it for him. And he is. No, I, I, I think a good a good adjective might be somber. He's he's just sort of contemplating, kind of the same the same uh, same thing as uh, as as Dorothy was. Just like just like oh my god, we almost we almost lost Dakota here. Yeah, that was really close. That was really really bad. Yeah, I have like I have something that I want to do, but I don't know if Walter would want to do it. Okay, what is it? Um, you said there was a phone. <laughs> yeah, there's a phone that's in the uh the main room uh like on the side table by yeah, the bed. Yeah, okay. I, he's, I I think here's what here's what Walter does. I think he goes he goes into the main room. He goes to the phone and I th- I think he just like yeah. picks it up and just like listens. Okay. Uh you pick up the phone and um there is like the sound of like uh i think it's just like the dial yeah. tone which just like a solid like mm, for like a while uh, yeah okay i think i he hang he hangs up he's not yeah okay yeah um let's see i'm gonna go ahead and follow walter out of the bathroom okay yeah, you see Walter uh, hop down from, I guess, like the edge of the tub, uh, s- like, you know, uh, scutter out of the uh, bathroom and into the uh, the main room. Follow behind him, you see him pick up the phone and like, I imagine both hands <laughs> and uh, play, uh, like, put it down. Um, I just hop up and sit on like the, the edge of the bed and I watch... Walter do this and say, uh, who are you calling, Walter? Huh? Oh, uh, no one. Nah, I just, um, I wanted to know if he was listening. The stranger? Yeah. I'm not still, I'm still not convinced he's not, but I don't know. Something's, something's different, Dorothy. I mean, it's going to be different going, going forward. You know, uh, Things were really different when I woke up. What? What happened with the driver? Why is she helping us? She she shot Dakota. And then now she's helping patch her up and getting us pizza? This is hard to explain. We got a wish from winning the game. Yeah? I wish to know everything about this place. I wish to to just completely understand what 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 the heck is going on and frankly i i almost think i might have gotten more than i bargained for because i i i saw it i saw all of it for for exactly what it is and and that that lady she's 
she's not real. What do you mean? I mean, she was made by the sublime or made by whatever made the sublime. And she exists to serve a purpose. And I tweaked that purpose a little bit. I don't get it. Yeah, I know. It's, it's kind of confusing. So is this all that stuff they're talking about at the school where we had roles and classes and... No, 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 no. See, some people here are real. Some people are not. I don't know why there are real people here or why this place is here at all. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't get it entirely. But, you know, like some of the people that we've, that we've met are just, they're, they're, they're just not real. And they have purpose, you know, because they were made to. We're not. We're free. And Walter, like, glances back at the phone. He says, he doesn't like that. He doesn't like that we're free. As you say that, the phone rings. Walter picks up. He, he doesn't say anything. Uh, you hear there's, like, a bit of silence. But after, like, a second or so, you hear the familiar voice. Did you get them? Driver, did you get them? Walter just, like, lets the silence ring out for a moment and then just replies... She doesn't work for you anymore. And he hangs up. <laughs> you uh, hang up and there's this moment of like complete silence. In that moment, that's when like Walter is internally just thinking like, oh fuck, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's like the moment where like, you still like have your hand yeah. on the phone after you've like slammed it down. And like after a couple of seconds of just like this dead, tense silence, the phone rings again. <laughs> Walter picks it up. Walter, no. Well, well, well. For the little trick you played. I wasn't going to grant that wish, but somehow you pulled it out of me. All good questions. All really good questions. Can I take that as you don't know? You can take it as I don't want to tell you. <laughs> no, Walter. How long do you think you can run? How long do you think you can keep those kids out of my grasp? How long? before they too realize what you are. What you've always been. What I helped show you you are. And what am I? Take a look in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, is that the, uh, is that the heavy-handed metaphor you're going with? I'm an animal. Is that what you're trying to say? More specifically, I'd say a weasel, but... I suppose Animal gets it across as well. You asked me how long I think I can run, how long I think I can do this. I got a leg up on you. How long do you think before I'm crushing you into the dirt? How long do you think you can hide from me? The game has changed, Walter. It has. No more kitty gloves. No more pulling punches. If you think you can strip me from this world, strip me from all the people who need my guidance, strip me from every bit of your existence, better people have tried and better people have failed. 
You're probably right. I want to offer you something else. And that is? I know something that maybe, maybe only you and I know. You're not in complete control here. Don't try to deny it. I saw that other thing, and I know you've seen it too. I am in control. For how long? For however long the creator thinks you should be? I've kept him out of this for longer than you've been alive. Longer than most people here have been alive. You and I both know all it's gonna take is one little slip up. You think you can afford to take that risk? I don't know what you have besides this. You have anything? <laughs> Walter, you are forgetting where you stand, where you live, where you breathe. Boy, I am this land. I am its people. For as long as you are here, I have everything I need. This has been a good talk, but I think I've wasted enough of your time. I'll admit, I didn't always think we had a fighting chance, but, well, like you said, game changed. I'm excited to see what you bring to the table. And you hear the click on the other end of the phone, and you hear the slamming of a door shut as the bathroom door behind you, where Dakota is, shuts and locks.